Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Fighter's Voice Knockout Podcast. we got a great show for you this evening. I want to apologize for the hiccup we had earlier today, but you know what? As they say, shit happens, and it does. It happens to the best of us. Hey, it happened two weeks ago to our champion from Avenal, California. That's uh, Jose Ramirez, which means, you know, he trained his ass off. He came to fight, left everything in the ring, but sometimes it's just not your night. But uh, we're going to talk about that briefly and uh, I want to take this time and say, Jose, you know what? We're proud of you. You're still our champion outside of the ring, and you still got a whole career ahead of you. But nevertheless, tonight's guest is Top Rank's own, undefeated, 25 wins, zero losses, and 10 of those wins are coming by way of knockout in the junior Walter Weight division. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Arnold Barboza Jr., welcome to the Fighter's Voice, Arnold. Hey, man, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Man, you know what? I, I apologize for the hiccups we had earlier today, man. But you know what? Zoom isn't, isn't the, the, the best thing out there, but it's not the worst. I'm waiting for this whole COVID thing to lift so we can get your ass in studio and I can read your body language and we can have one hell of a show. But we're going to have a good show tonight, man. So how you feeling? Um, at the moment, I got like a little bug, man. You know, I got a little allergies. But, you know, other than that, I'm feeling good, you know, uh, had to take the last two days off of the gym, you know, just because I got these allergies and stuff, man. But but I'll be back in the gym soon, man. I hate I hate, I hate being out of the gym for for two days, man. It sucks. I know. You know what? I want to ask you. When a fighter doesn't go to the gym, he wants to go. What's he feeling like? Everybody else is getting ahead of him, or hey, I'm not doing what I need to do. But sometimes <laughs> the best thing that we can do is rest. Yeah, you know that's what that's what my my, my everyone tells me. You know something. You know, like, I haven't had a fight date or anything. I've been training hard, like, if I do. So my dad has to tell me to slow down. But, you know, I don't listen. You know, like, I, I always tell everybody when I train, I only know two speeds. It's fast and very fast, you know. So, like, I, I train hard every day. And then not going to the gym, man, I feel like a bum. You know, I feel like a bum. And I feel like, you know, that my, my future opponent's ahead of me right now, you know. So so that, that's that's what, you know, my feeling is and my thought of mind is. And it, and it bugs me, you know. It takes a lot for me not to be in the gym, man. Trust me, I... I I, I've been in the gym really, really sick, and, you know, I learned my lesson, you know, because I, I know you can just get worse. So my dad just told me, man, I just take these these days off. He wants me to take the rest of the week off, but if I feel better tomorrow, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going back. And that's just, you know, a few of these uh, uh, allergies, this bug going around. Yeah, man, it's just allergy. I got, like, congestion in my nose and stuffy nose, man, and allergies. And I hate being sick. I'm, I'm never sick, man. When I do get sick, I get sick, so. So hopefully it's not one of those ones. Well, we wish you well, man. And we know everything's going to be fine. And, and, and again, your, your, your father's your elder, and uh, he does know best. At times, we may not want to agree or, you know, our kids don't want to listen sometimes. But um, I do love that stubbornness that you have, though, wanting to be there, because I wish more, more fighters had your heart and um, uh, uh, just just wanting to, to attend and, and make themselves better. You know, what, what's the word I'm looking for? That dedication, you know? Yeah, you know, uh, especially coming from, like, what I came from, you know, and, and you know, uh, going through what I went through, you know, working, having to work and train at the same time, you know, I, I always, when I was doing that, you know, I, I just wish that I could just focus on training 100%. And now that I do that, you know, I want to take as much advantage of it as I can, you know, because not everybody, you know, not, not every fighter has that, you know, has that, uh, that opportunity to do it, you know, so I want to take advantage. 
Exactly. I mean, that, that's uh, <coughs> the opportunity of, of becoming a full-time fighter, not having to worry about a nine to five or, or uh, a midnight to seven o'clock in the morning. Um, your hours are, are gym, rest, gym, recover, and, and do it all over again until you get that opportunity. Yeah, yes, yeah, sir. Uh, you said it, you know, it's run, rest, train, rest, and sometimes train again and then rest again, you know, recover and do it all over. You know, let's talk about let's talk about the gym that, that you train at. Um, let's give it a shout out and, and let's talk about some of the professionals that walk inside and, and, and out of the gym and uh, who's holding it down right now. Um, the gym that I train at is a uh, fundamentals uh, gym in Bell. Um, it's uh, it's currently uh, um, uh, it's it's ran by uh, Lon Chewy, uh, my cut my my he's my cut man, also a trainer, and his Sus Lopez Jr. And then you know we got Daniel Roman there who you know who I pick his brain all the time, man. I mean, he was a unified champion. He's gonna be a unified champion again. Um, and uh, I pick his brain. You know, there's a few few up and coming guys. Uh, you know, and there's always guys in and out of the gym, man, that come for sparring and stuff. So, so we're very, I'm very happy to be training there. Uh, that, that's Danny with his uh, trainer, Eddie, right? Yes, yes, sir. With yeah, let, let's give Danny a shout out, man. He, <laughs> he looked great on Showtime. Was it about three weeks ago? Yeah, man, he looked really good, man. And you know, the thing about Danny, you know, um, uh, he's baby very face dedicated. assassin, baby face yeah, assassin. Baby face assassin. He's very, he's very dedicated, man. He, uh, you know, he, I, I pick his brain a lot, man. You know, um. You know, he, he, he knows a lot, man. He knows the stuff. Well, I mean, iron sharpens iron, man. And that's good where, where, you know, it helps him too when he's asked questions because he has to really check himself and dig down deep within himself as well. Do I need that? No. Yeah, he does. You know, and, and, you know, and, and I learned a lot, man. It's just, you know, uh, you know, I, I like to pick everyone's brains, man. You know, even when I watch someone fight, even if, let's say someone that has like a lot of losses or whatever. Yeah. And if I like something that they do, man, I'll, I'll take it. You know, I'll see if I can work with it. You know, I'm always picking, you know, I'm always studying stuff, man. I'm not scared to copy somebody to see if it works for me. Well, I mean, whatever it is, it, it's working fine for you. It's, it's working great for you. And, and one thing that we are going to talk about is, you know, the 140 pound division, man. I mean, even though we got a unified champion right now that's going to be open. I mean, it's going to be open because from what I'm hearing, uh, you know, Josh Taylor, congratulations, Josh Taylor and in, in, in his whole country behind him. That is he, he's, his plans are to defend one time and then move up to 147 pounds. Now, when that happens, there's going to be a, some vacated belts out there. And you're right there in the mix. We, we had a conversation about a year ago and, uh, you know, uh, they, they kind of had the pieces put together and, and you were kind of humble about everything. You were kind of like, well, I'm going to kind of wait my turn. But my man, when those bouts are all there, it's time to, uh, for you to start knocking. Oh, yeah, man. I've been knocking, man, you know, and, and you know, I'm just waiting for, you know, for those bouts to become vacant, like you said, you know, because, you know, I feel like uh, Jack Catterall should, you know, no offense to him, but I just feel like. You know, he should have just let, you know, uh, Josh Taylor move up and do his thing and then and, and I'll fight him in the UK, you know, but I understand what he's, you know, where he's coming from. You know, he took the step aside money and he wants to make more money in the UK with Josh Taylor. So I get it, you know, but um, but I just think, you know, Josh, Josh Taylor's on a different level as him, you know, and now it still puts us in a line. Now we're still waiting, you know what I mean? So. So now we just got to wait, man. Let's wait to see what happens. Hopefully by the end of this year, something something big happens. You know what? The, the fans are, are really going to benefit from this because it's like an unsigned tournament. Because <laughs> you're going to have all these 140-pound lions going after these vacated bouts. Yourself, Jose Ramirez, Cepeda, Regis Pro Gray, Mikey Garcia moving down, uh, Tank uh, Davis moving up, 
the Afimo moving up. And if I miss somebody, you know, my bad. But all these young Lions, I mean, there's going to be some vacated ballots, and, and these are going to be some tremendous fights. Oh, man, exactly. You know, it's going to be exciting. You know, um, I can't wait. You know, I, I don't care who I fight. I just want a, sh- a shot at the, at the belt. <sighs> well, your style gives trouble to anybody. It, it really does. Yeah, it does, you know, and then like, you know, my last fight, I showed that I could stay in the inside as well. You know, I mean, I, I, I you know, brawled with a brawler, right? You know, exactly. And, you know, so, so, because every fight, you know, I was always tired of hearing, like, oh, we're going to break them down. We're going to put pressure on them. We're going to find the inside. It's the same, same thing every fight, you know, and I had to prove something. So I said, you know what, let's just do it. And, you know, because I could have made the fight easy, you know, I could have made it easier for, for myself, but I just decided to fight that way. What makes you do that? What makes you transition to that in the middle of the fight? Is that something like, okay, I'm going to give the fans or, you know what, I'm just feeling it. Or, you know what, sometimes I feel invincible or, or sometimes you just get hit with the punch and, and, and you turn into Holyfield and want to hit, hit you right back. Cause like Holyfield, I remember back in the day, he get hit and lose his game plan and just start hitting Reddick Bow right back. No. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it was, it was a game plan going into the fight, you know, um, Salcedo, he looked really good going, going, uh, going forward. You know, he and you know a lot. Of, like if you seen this uh, fight with Sonny Ferguson, Sonny Ferguson was kind of scared of him in my eyes. Like he didn't really throw; he was on against the ropes. And Sacero looked good, man. So he looked good every fight when, when, when you know, when, uh, when he's going forward. But when he got pushed back a little bit, you know, he was a different fighter. So we we decided we weren't gonna let him bully us, and we just, you know, he thought we were just gonna box, but we just decided not to do that. You know, you said early in the interview that that you're not afraid to pick somebody's brain, and uh, I'm not necessarily talking about uh, uh calling somebody, but. That means you're a student of the game. That means you, you watch and you analyze. Let, let's, let, let's call it the way it is. We had a unification fight um, go down. What did you learn from that fight, from, from both the Ramirez camp and, and both from the Taylor camp? What, what did you gain from it mentally and say, okay, because I'm sure you put yourself in every scenario. Yeah, you know, I put myself in every, every scenario. Uh, you know, I feel like Josh Taylor had a game plan uh, since the beginning, you know, since, since the, you know, when he got to Vegas, when he seen Ramirez's team, you know, he started there, you know, he started his, his game plan there, you know, getting, like he said, upsetting Ramirez, you know, Ramirez is a, is a, is a, you know, is a pressure fighter and he fights, you know, the way he fights all the time, you know, he's a very aggressive. He, and, you know, we personally, I had Ramirez winning uh, just off of will, you know, because I feel like his will is, is, is you know, is, is top of the charts, you know, uh, he gets stronger as the fight goes and, you know, and he, and he did, man, he, you know, I, you know, I text Rick after the fight. I told him, hey, man, Tower Ramirez, you know, it was a tough night, but, I, you know, it's the, it's the best fight I've ever seen him in. You know, he showed me more than he's showed me in any other fight. You know, he still made it a close fight, even being dropped two times. You know, if those those two drop uh, knockdowns didn't happen, he, I think he wins the fight because he was winning the fight in the sixth round when he got dropped the first time. So so I think he wins the fight. Um, but, um, you know, uh, congrats to Taylor, man. He, you know, he put an amazing performance. He had an amazing game plan. Um, and, you know, and, and, and he, you know, shout out to him. Very well said, you know, and I'm, I, I'm not even going to comment. I'm going to leave that alone because t- today's the, the Barboza show, but yeah. I'm, I'm glad you did touch on that. A lot of, a lot of, uh, press, a lot of fighters, a lot of trainers they are opinionated and, and uh, some choose to stay away and out of respect. I, I choose not to go there, but, um, Hey man, that we just, we're talking about the 140 pound division and right now they're part of it. And right now yeah. you're one of those hungry lions waiting for that opportunity so you can devour your prey yeah man you know it, the thing is you know like a lot of the the guys that are on top of me you know so you know so-called ranked ahead of me right uh yeah. it's like victor postal cepeda regis um and i mean i don't know who else but 
you know, they all had title shots, man. They all had their chance. They 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 lost the belt or they, they didn't win the title, you know. And, and, you know, me, I'm just waiting for a shot, man. I just need, you know, I haven't even got a shot yet, you know. And it's, it's you can call it probably not the right time, I guess, you know, because, you know, we had two champions only, you know. So so I hope, man, that, that, that it opens up soon. I really, I really do. Well, well, I hope so, too. Um, you know, you, you talked about um, doing different things and in, in with your camp. Now that you got, you got the addition of, of a new manager, Rick Marigian, running your camp, what what's what doors do you think are going to be open? Uh, what doors do you expect to be open? And what doors, if they're not open, you're just going to open them your damn self? <laughs> well, I hope title shot, man. I mean, that's what we got. You know, uh, bigger fights, you know, bigger paydays, you know, that, that you know, bigger, you know, ex- more exposure is, you know, really what, what we got in signing with Rick, right? Uh, you know, that's what we signed up for um you know hopefully we get it you know um so far uh you know we have we haven't had a fight under rick yet so we can't you know say oh it's been great it's been but so far yeah. it's been good you know it's been good um you know but um but we got to see man you got to see what happens you know uh you know then we also signed with mtk so that was the reason why we signed with him with rick was because you know um mtk has the belts now you know um uh, they have jack catterall so uh so we you know we're hoping that we can fight jack catterall for the, for the vacant belt but He's going with Josh Taylor, so uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know what? There's some other fights that are taking place, and and, and I want your opinion on them. And um, we'll just start off with this. Okay, we got Mayweather and Logan Paul. What's your whole take on 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 the matchup? Um, such a, a big broadcasting crew like Showtime Boxing is going to air this. What's your whole take on the whole event itself? Um. You know, to me, it's just Mayweather making his money, man. You know, I think the fight's going to end when Mayweather wants it to end, just like the McGregor fight. You know, Mayweather carried him to, like, I don't know what round it was, and then decided to stop him. You know, like, you know, he's, you know, it's a, you know I don't have nothing really to say about it, man. Mayweather's, you know, going to stop the fight when he wants to. Do you call it a fight, or would you uh, call it maybe an event? An event. It's not, it's not a fight. You know, it's not a real fight. Okay. Enough said, man. Is anybody in the 160-pound, 160-pound division going to dethrone Garnello? I mean, he, he's putting it out there every fight. He wants to unify. So he, he wants to fight only the champions. No, nah, man. You know what? To be honest, man, I don't think anybody right now beats him, man. Nobody. You know, he's just, man, he, he's amazing, man. He's, he's, he's a great fighter. Doesn't he you seem know, happier right now? Fighters. Doesn't he huh? seem happier now? Dude, yeah, man. He seems happier. He's he's man, and it's crazy because like, you know, how, how much weight he's moved up and he's just still stopping guys, you know. And so it's like, man, like, that's crazy. So shout out to him, man. Whatever he does, man, it's working. I think us the boxing fans, I think, you know, we, we got uh COVID as well, but I'm gonna keep it real, man. We we lost about a year and a half of him. Because, you know, he usually fights on single the mile and then he usually fights in September. And, and those never fights, those fights really didn't take place. But, you know, that, that's behind us now. Now that he's moving forward, he seems like a happier person. It, it seems like we're getting the best Canelo out there. Yeah, man. And you know what? And, and people are trying to knock him for not fighting certain guys. Now, look at his resume. He's fought some good, great fighters, man. So, he's in, you know, he, everyone's saying, oh, he's scared of Billy Joe Sanders. He's scared of... Caleb Plant. So now he's starting to fight these guys, man. And, and, you know, I don't know what else people are going to start saying about him, but, man, I think he's the best right now. Well, I understand when you're with the promoter, they, they want to they protect you. They want to protect your investment. <laughs> and at the same time, um, you know, as a fighter, you want to dare yourself to be great, especially when, when you're considered 
um, arguably in the top three pound for pound. I mean, the conversation go back and forth, you know, you can put different people in there, but as of right now, I'm talking about the most active fighter and, and uh, I'd have to give it to Canelo hands down right now on my list. No, oh, yeah, man. Me too. Me too, man. He, <laughs> and that's crazy, man. He, he, he wants to fight more. He wants to be more active. He says, so, so it's crazy, man. It's, it's, it's amazing. When, when you watch him, I mean, what, what motivates you? on the things that he does, the, the business side or, or just uh, the aggression, uh, the power or just, just everything put together. That's going to lead to greatness. Everything put together, man. Overall, everything, man, you know, from, you know, his swagger, man, to, to, you know, to, to the way he's in the ring, his movement, you know, his boxing ability, his power, you know, um, and he doesn't, he doesn't have to, you know, he doesn't have to really, uh, he doesn't like, like, you know, since he moved up in weight, he doesn't have to, uh, you know, he doesn't have to, uh, um, you know, be as athletic, you know, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm getting a call on the line, oh, but okay, um, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Sorry about that. No problem. But um, It's my daughter. She's, she's bugging me on the FaceTime right now. Sorry about oh, that. Oh, is she? Yeah. She's just like calling me now. Stop. Sorry about that. Hey, uh, it's, it's good. That, dude, that's a, uh, that's yeah, father life. Dude. She's like nonstop. It's crazy. <laughs> you want to take that real quick and, and uh, 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 hold on. Uh, yeah, let me or, hey, hey, put, or, or put her on the show. You want to put her on the show? She's probably, she's probably, uh, hold on. <laughs> she's, okay, she's crazy. One second, sure. Things happen here on the fighter's voice, and when I say things happen, things happen that are real, real, real life because we can have a script and we can have it all perfect and we can give a fake smile, etc., etc. But we'll get phone calls, we'll get hiccups, we'll get speed bumps, but we make it happen because hey, it's a fight show. And uh, we're in a fight. Sometimes we got to fight with Zoom. Sometimes we got to fight with time. And, and there's not enough time in the, in the day. And um, sometimes we just got to let dad be dad. And right now our guest needs to be dad. His daughter is calling. And, hey, I offer to put her on the show. He's going to be joining us back right now. And as as you heard earlier in the show, he didn't shy away from, from the 140-pound division question when I asked him about uh, possibly all these bouts being vacated and him fighting for uh, a world title at 140 pounds. There are some big names out there, which creates big opportunity. Are we back? We're back. Yeah, have we tried the other way? There. there we go. There yeah, we go. Yeah. We're back at it. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I'm sorry. But I was saying, man, you know. Not um, a problem. You know, um, Canelo, you know, he doesn't have to you know, uh, be as athletic, you know, and throw as much now, you know, that, that he's moved up in weight because these guys are not as athletic and they don't throw as much. So I think he focuses a lot on power now. He sits down on his shots, man. They're, they're, they're vicious. They are. And you know what? The man's a gym rat. I mean, constantly in the gym. And you can see it in his body, his, his physique, um, everything that he's putting into his, 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 his body. And when I say that his team in general, he just seems like a happier person. Yeah, man. He has a perfect team with him, man. You know, Reynoso. And, and you know, to me, Reynoso is a great trainer because he, he built him from scratch, man. He taught him yeah. how to throw his jab, you know, I, I transition. Give to, yeah. I give credit to trainers that do that. Like my father, he's had me since I was five and a half. He taught me how to throw my first jab, you know, Robert Garcia, you know, uh, trainers like that, you know, have you know have uh you know started fighters and, and that's how you know they're really good trainers well i remember after the the mayweather fight you know um he's transitioned himself a lot of people are saying well he's having problems with boxers and so forth hey man that was in the past 
that's how you continue to, to grow and get better. He no longer has those problems or concerns with his southpaws or, or these slick fighters. He just breaks them down. He's definitely at his best right now. I mean, we get the opportunity, me and you, to witness a legacy that's alive and breathing. Yeah, living legend. You know what I mean? The, the, you know, not a lot of there's not a lot of athletes that come around like that. You know, it's like every ten years or something like that. You know, so but it's crazy, man. Uh, you know, shout out to Canelo and his team, man. He keeps doing his thing. We're gonna move on right now, but you said something that stuck in my head, and you said I, I like this about him: his power, his uh, and then you mentioned his swag. You know what? Part of his swag, and he just he just started busting out and doing these interviews in English. <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out to Canelo, man. He's he's. Hey, see, he's saying all kind of bad words too, man. It's taught him bad words first, right? It's fun. It's, it's crazy, man. I like it. I, I like those the conversation um, that he had with Eddie Hearn, and then he told Eddie Hearn. I mean, and this is a guy who's supposedly just learning English. He goes, he goes, it is what it is, and he yeah. said it in the in the proper form, and and it just landed the way he needed to land. Yeah, and then and then he and then he said, "Who's next?" Right? Then he told yeah, him who's next. yeah, exactly. He says, "Who's yeah. next?" Yeah, that's good. That's some good stuff, man. It, it, it is good stuff. I mean, you know, when you're the full package, inter entertaining, uh, being yourself, being real, at the end of the day, you're not going to please everybody. And he, he cannot fight everybody in one day. They want they want him to fight the Charlo brothers both in one day and then the next day <laughs> fight this guy. It, it doesn't work that way. I mean, there's governing bodies. There's sanctioning fees. There's um, you got different networks. And now that he's the boss. I mean, he can make those fights happen. But right now, like he said, he told his last fighter, you're boring, man. You just want a payday. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. I know what you well, want. It, you know, Canelo, you know, I'm pretty sure he understands that everyone in this world is calling him out because he, they, they want to get paid, you know. So so he has to understand he's the he's the cash, the cash cow right now. So so he's going to be everybody and their mom's going to be calling him out, man. Speaking of cash cow, the last fighter that called himself that was uh, that was on the show was Regis Progray. What, what, what's your take on Regis' style and, and now that he is a free agent and just uh, – I don't even know if you follow him or, or, or not, but, I mean, the, the man's just enjoying life outside of the ring. And, you know, I'll say it over and over again. I mean, he'll swim in a swamp with alligators. He'll uh, <laughs> jump off a cliff. He just recently posted something, $5,000 down the drain because he was on one of these, like, buggy cars and went in the lake, which means you're not going to pull it out. And he's just living life on the edge. What, what's your take on, on, on a boxer just living life? Well, I mean, you know, you deserve it. You know, if you, if you, you know, you make, you made your money, you're making your money, you know, and, um, you know, you deserve it, man. You know, we, we, our job's not easy, you know, so, so, you know, shout out to him, man. Just be careful. <laughs> Let, let's, let's talk about your job, how, how you got started. A lot of people don't know the story. I mean, you, you know, your dad's trained you, showed you the, the first jab. Being an athlete, I mean, you could have played basketball, football, wrestling. And I'm sure you mixed it in, in the middle of that. Why do you continue to love the sweet science? You know, uh, to, you know, for uh, through high school, I, I you know, I, I decided to play football and I left boxing, you know, alone, uh, you know, because I had got pushed in boxing so much since I was five. I lost my childhood. So I just, I, you know, I lost the love for it, you know uh blew up in weight because i was lifting weights every day you know i was like 210 15 pounds oh wow yeah and then i came back and then i decided you know like uh you know i wanted to give it a shot you know all the all the time i put into it uh and i started doing it you know and to be honest um you know i i i love boxing more than ever right now man you know it you know i love going to the gym i love working i love working on new things you know i love my hand raised you know i love you know pleasing the crowd 
So, man, you know, I think that's what gets me going, you know, and then, and then seeing that, you know, since I bought my house, I got my house out of boxing, you know, um, you know, my kids have their own room. They're happy when they're here. You know, it, it you know, it's, 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 it's the thing that, that I see and I love, man. And I'm happy that I made this decision I made. Well, well, that's good. I remember when I talked to you, I, I met you about, a, I'll say about two years ago um, on the, um, in LA. I forget what fight it was. There's a lot of feedback on this mic. It's just me. Your battery's low on your phone, too. Um, and you were real energetic. I mean, you, you won your fight. You came in the ring wearing your, your Kobe shirt. You had your, I believe, your Dodger hat on. I'm, I'm not sure. Or, oh, you're all Lakered out. Yeah. But you, you were just in a good mood. You, you were happy-go-lucky. And I remember Lee Samuels, Hall of Famer, says, hey, Richard, you want to get a soundbite from him? He goes, we like this kid. Yeah. You were in a different place there. I mean, you were just full of excitement. Yeah, I think I believe that was the uh, the Mike Alvarado fight, the Staples Center. Yes, um, yes. You know, yeah, man. Uh, that, you know, that was a big fight for me, man. It was crazy because you know, one of my favorite rappers, Nipsey Hussle, uh, you know, had just died, and and they had his his funeral there at the Staples Center the day before we fought. So so me being able to fight there, you know, where Kobe played, one of my you know my favorite basketball players, and then Nipsey was just there, you know, and then I was like, man, you know, this is pretty cool. And then, you know, a lot of my people went, man, we had the Staples Center rocking, man. You know, we you did. Yeah. We had a lot of people there. So, so man, that just juiced me up, man. And, and you know, and that fight with Mike ended the way it did, man. It was just perfect, man. It was like a perfect dream come true. I'm going to ask you a few questions and, and, and you can finish the, the answers. Um, it says here, if you were not a boxer, what would you be and why? Oh, man, if I wasn't a boxer, man, I, you know, I would just be a normal, more normal dude in a warehouse working, you know, a union job, what I was like, what I was doing, you know, I, I was making good money, you know, I had a good job and that's what I'll probably be doing, man, to be honest with you, nothing, nothing crazy. If you had one wish, what would it be? Oh man, one wish, well, you know, I want to be a world champion, you know, which is not going to be a wish pretty soon. So, so, you know, I have these goals, man. And, and, you know, being a world champion is my main goal now. If you have the power to make it happen, which is going to happen, if you can go anywhere in the world, where would it be, and how long would you stay there? As of what, like to fight or just to to anywhere, just any place for for Mister Barbosa to attend, any place in the world. Uh, the UK. And why? Uh, because man, they're, they're they're great boxing fans out there, man. They're real boxing fans, you know. And I love I love when, when one of their people's fight. It gets crazy in there, man. So I like it. You know what? It's funny because um, I was waiting for them to do that 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 song at the um, at the fight. I was in attendance. You know that ole 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 ole, right? So if they would have started that, I would have grabbed uh, something and as loud as I could. I would have said Jose, Jose, Jose. Jose. <laughs> I would have flipped it on them, man. I was waiting for it, but it you know it didn't take place. Yeah, well, because they're smart, man. There's too many Jose fans there. They, they, you know, they're out numbers at this time. <laughs> exactly. If you can go back in time and change something, what would it be? It probably would be um, not never letting go of boxing and, and, you know, really focusing on my amateur career. You know, one second, guys. <sighs> Sorry. Yeah, but focusing on my amateur career, you know, um, you know, me leaving boxing when I was 13, I left with like 60 something fights, you know. And um, I feel like I could have been a real big amateur. I feel like I could probably even made Olympics, you know, because when I came back, you know, I, I fought in the nationals for the USA team. And that was me at 165 fighting, you know, 
so imagine our 152 I fought. So imagine, you know, me dedicated and staying in it, you know, who knows where I could have been, you know, I could have been something big coming out of the amateurs. If you could share the ring with anybody in any legacy, any time period, who would it be in any weight, any time? Dang, that's a good one. Uh, dang, uh, probably, probably, uh, Julio Cesar Chavez, man. You know, he's a great, you know, he's a great, and, and, you know, why not share it with him? There you go. That That's a great answer. In his prime, as correct, prime. right? At 140s. Yeah, 140s, do it. Hey, there you go, man. These are just things that I, I want to give the, the fighter an opportunity to to answer and, and, and the fans and the followers get the opportunity to know a different side of you. Like, I didn't know you were that big, man. I didn't know you moved up all the way. I mean, well, in football, because of the weights, all the way up to 200 pounds and then, um, you know, fought amateurs at 160 pounds. Yeah, yeah. You know, because I remember uh, my junior year, I was a starting linebacker. And then I remember I was like, I, I was I didn't weigh that much. I weighed like 160 something. And then I remember like, um, they're the first game that we had, I was getting run over a lot, you know, because this running back was crazy big. So I made it, I, you know, I dedicated myself and I said, it'll never happen again. You know, so I, I went all the way up to like, I was just lifted, lifted, lifted the whole off season. I went up to like 210, 215. And, uh, and uh, yeah, man, you know, when I dedicate myself to something, I'm in it a hundred percent, you know, and I really work hard at something that I really want to do. So, so it was just harder meant to lose the muscle than, to, than the fat, to be honest, when it came back. So, so, but, uh, but it, it was, it was a cool experience, man. You know, for, I love football, man. I love watching it, you know, um, and, you know, I think it's something that you needed to get out of your system because yeah, you, you, yeah. Came, you, you came back uh, loving the sport of boxing like, like never before. And now, now you're here, a uh, top contender waiting for that opportunity to fight for a world title. Yeah, man. I needed, like you said, I needed to get it out of my system, you know? Um, and, and, and to be honest, coming to boxing, you know, uh, when I had, like I told you, I had that job, that was a really good job, you know, um, you know, I didn't, I, you know, I, I had to make a decision. What's the top ranks? I mean, like, man, do I stay? Do I, do, I, do, I, do I go boxing? You know, it's a long shot in boxing, you know, and and not a lot of people were high on me, you know, when I first started boxing, you know, and so a lot of people were at the job, even at the job, like a lot of people supported me and a lot of people were telling me, oh, man, you're set here, you know, you can do you can get your house later down the line. And then I just said, man, F it, you know, I just decided just to do it, man. You know, and look, you're basically a gamble, you know what I mean? So now yeah. here we are. Well, now you have something to fight for now. I mean, I mean to prove people wrong and to also chase your own legacy and chase and fulfill your dream of that world title. Yeah, yeah, you know, world title, hopefully, man. That's my, you know, when I first came into boxing, you know, I said that my first dream was going to be not even to be a world champion. It's always been to buy a house for my kids. You know, I always wanted – that was my first goal in life, you know, just to buy a house for my kids. Now that that's out of the way, you know, I'm, you know, now my main focus is 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 to you know is to uh to to get a world a world a world title. Well, I mean, you seem to have everything in line, and and you're making the right decisions that that you need to make. You're you're not going to live life without regret, because people had you stood there at that job, the money would have been good, and you would have been looking at these fighters today and thinking, you know what? I know I can take these guys. I know I could be right there in, in the mix. Was it something difficult or you already knew and said, you know what, I I'm just going to go for it, just like you said? Well, you know, when I would when I would be after, after football practice, I remember I would go to the boxing gym because my dad was still training kids there. Yeah. And I would lift weights there. And then uh, I remember, like, I would see, like, pro sparring or I would see, you know, like these top amateur guys sparring. And I'm like, man, these guys are not that good. Like, I could probably beat their ass, you know, so <laughs> – so, and then there'll be times where, like, I would be mad, right, for something. And then I tell him, oh, I just want to spar somebody, you know. 
And I'll do good like the first two rounds, and I'll just put hands on him. People want to know who I was. I'm like, damn, who the hell is he? You know? But and then after the second round, I'll be dead tired, you know, and I'm like, ah, and I'll be against the ropes getting getting beat up, you know. Uh, so, That's so that, that muscle right there. there there's yeah, no, uh, yeah, yeah. Right no away, circulation man. Circulation in there. Yeah. I look like I look like a million bucks, you know, the first two rounds. <laughs> and the third game, my ass beat, you know. But uh, I mean, I remember too when I first came back when I was dropping the weight, even like I, when I was like at, fighting at 165, I remember my yeah. dad was but my dad was still uh, having me spar heavyweights. You know, these guys are like 200 plus. And I remember after sparring, even my neck would hurt, you know. Uh, and that's why a lot of people that, that see me today where I am, they're like, man, remember when you used to spar this guy? Remember when you used to spar this guy? Like, yeah, I remember that. So it's crazy, man. Speaking of crazy, in one week, check this out. In one week, we got Tyson Fury getting ready to unify with Anthony Joshua. And in the same week, a court order comes in with Deontay Wilder winning that court order, which means the trilogy now has to take place. So now we have Tyson Fury taking on Deontay Wilder in the trilogy. I mean, as boxing fans, and anything can happen in boxing. And when we, I mean, Tyson Fury, his, his uh, opponents change. Now that Deontay Wilder, I, I've watched him now that he, he's being more public and, and uh, on social media. He's making some adjustments. I don't know if you've noticed. But but if so, then let's comment on those. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I seen he's training with Malik Scott. Um, you know, I I met Malik Scott. He's a real cool dude. I met him. Uh, you know, when I was when I was getting ready for Mike Colorado and Big Bear, he was up there helping. So uh, someone spar. I forgot. Real cool dude. Uh, and I seen his adjustments. He's more like on his toes now, and he's more like you know trying to throw you know body pop on he's popping a little a little faster uh, but I, I still think Matt Tyson Fury is you know my favorite heavyweight right now man I don't think no one beats him nobody man you know I think he's a great fighter and he's another one that has it all man you know real cool dude as well uh, so um, uh, you know if Wilder you know uh, you know if they, they agree to that fight then, then then I think he deserves it you know because he did you know you know they did win he did win one right and he lost yeah. one so well, he just, so it deserves. Well, it was, it was a draw. It was a draw. draw the first one draw, was a draw. Yeah. But you know, he like Wilder, man, you can never count him out. You know, he has that right hand, and you know, but Fury is just another animal, man. I think Fury uh, knocks him out again. Fury is a different animal. It, it's hard to uh, beat a man that's just so confident in life in general. And anything that he that he does, he takes control over. Uh, he'd be, you know, he's invited on ESPN on, on top rank to talk. He took over. He'll go into um, an apparent. He'll make an appearance. He'll take over. He'll start dancing. He lives for big events. He lives for for standing on top of that mountaintop. And even you know, if, if you know a story which, which I've read about, you know, life got the best of him, but he didn't let it take over. He he flipped it and he took over to come out of um, you know the depression and and uh, being overweight and and now. I mean, look at him. I mean, he's a role model, a spokesperson, and he's the heavyweight champion of the world. He can easily be the face of boxing, not just with top rank, but worldwide. No, yeah, yeah, you said it, you know, and, and you know, a lot of people that, that probably relate to him, you know, so, so man, he's done a great job, uh, you know, in life and with himself, and, and top rank has, been, has done a great job, you know, uh, exposing that, you know, and, and, and man, I'm happy for Fury, man, and his people. You know, they 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 deserve it all, man. Especially where he came from. Hey, man, I'm I'm a Fury fan as well. I mean, the man, he just he has that that it factor, and and he's always had it. You know, he yeah. he's had it even before he was champion. You know, if you followed him before, and uh, 
you know, he said recently, Hey, I'm turning my phone off. I'm, um, I'm going in hiding. I'm going in training camp, uh, letting everybody know. I mean, because now he has to face a different opponent, somebody that he's faced before, but he has to just change his whole mind frame and his whole focus. I want to ask you this. How difficult is the transition when, when you have an opponent in front of you and you're getting ready to fight that opponent, that there are certain styles that they have, then all of a sudden things get changed on you. It's hard. You know, it's hard. You know, I, I, that happened to me uh, when I fought at the LAFC. Uh, I forgot who the opponent was, but it was, we were supposed to uh, fight this, you know, taller guy and uh -huh. lengthy guy. And then we had him the last minute opponent because that guy fell out and with like a two week notice. And it was this five foot five guy or five foot two guy. I don't know how tall he was. Says Mundo, you know, awkward, you know, mover, you know. So it was like, dang, you know, we just trained this whole camp for somebody else. And now we got to fight this. So it was a little awkward in the beginning. But and then, you know, we adjusted and came out victorious. I want to ask you about adjusting and, and being victorious. Manny Pacquiao has always had to face the bigger fighters, yeah. the faster fighters, the younger fighters, the stronger fighters. You know, at one point he made a, a run and he's still in, involved in the sport. Now to take on arguably one of, you know, he's in the top three is pound for pound. Cause you know, a lot of people have him number one. And we're talking about Errol Spence. I mean, I thought maybe it was going to be maybe uh, Manny Pacquiao and uh, maybe Mikey Garcia. But now it is going to be Spence. He's going for that young, hungry lion that's in his prime. Win, lose, or draw, man. I mean, you just got to take your hat off to this man. No, yeah, man. You know, he he <laughs> he's a crane. He just beat Keith Thurman, you know. So, it's yeah. like, man, you know, Pacquiao is, is, is a different breed. You know what I mean? He's a different breed, man. Him and Mayweather, so... Pac-Man is one of my favorite fighters, man. You know, I always loved his his footwork, you know, and and uh, and uh, man, I I don't know about this fight though, man. You know, Spence is, like you said, he's young, hungry, strong fighter, you know. So we'll see what happens, man. Ho hopefully, Pacquiao comes out of there. All right. Well, you know what? Um, how can you not go for Pacquiao in this fight? I mean, me personally, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a Pacquiao fan, anyways. But just just to see something take place of, of greatness. If and when he wins this fight, I said if and when he wins this fight, because I am a Pacquiao fan, it opens doors for the imagination. It opens doors for the dream. It opens doors for legacy. It opens doors for everybody, as if to say again, and, you know, many times anything is possible. Oh, yeah, anything's possible, man. And, you know, like I said, Pacquiao is, is a different breed. You know, he's not, you know, your average, what is he, like 42, right? Or what is he, something like that? <laughs> like, something he, yeah. like that. Yeah, man, like, dude, he's blessed, you know, so so hopefully, you know, Crawford brings his A game. I mean, Spence brings his A game, man, and, and you know, I know Pacquiao is, man, you know, so hopefully, you know, I'm, I love Pacquiao, man, so I always see a fight, I'm going to love it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, too. I mean, uh, August, too, man, and I believe that that fight's going to take place in Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. So are you excited about starting in June now and with top rank? It's, it's going to be 100% completely full until, I mean, none of this reserve stuff because of COVID. They're going to release, open the floodgates and let everybody in. Yeah, you're, going to be able to, you're going to be able to have those ring walks once again that was missing from, from the sport of boxing. And, and is, it just dictates the whole show of, the, you know, everybody looks forward to that. You know, the, the music drops, your, your team is with you, you're feeling it, going up those steps, you turn around. 
to uh, say hello to all your fans, and then you go inside that ring. I mean, now that it, it's it's going to happen all over again. And I'm going to ask you this also: How important is that ring walk for a fighter? Uh, you know, to me, it's it's, it's, it's important, you know. But <clears throat> I really don't, you know. I think what's more important to me is having my whole team there. You know, the whole five people there in the corner. You know that that's the most important to me. You know, because you know there, there's so many, so many, you know, so many things you got you get used to when when you know. Like after the way ends, you know, this, there's a certain person that does something and there's another person that does something, you know, and then we, I couldn't have that, you know, so it was kind of like different, you know, uh, and then the fans, of course, you know, you, you know, you got your family in the front and, and then you got friends there and, you know, gets crazy. Right. And then, you know, so I, I love it, man. I'm a, I miss it. And uh, I can't, I can't glad it's back. You know, as we're talking right now, Rick, Rick's probably working some something out right now on the fight date, making this happen, getting you on a card, um, as soon as that, that news drops, man, even if you come on for like 10 seconds and say, hey, Rich, I just want to let you know this is what's going on. Let, let's make that happen, man, because you got quite a following and you got quite a fanfare and, and they're waiting for you because they remember your last fight and, and they want to see that dynamite once again. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, well, well, sure, man. Once it gives me the, the go ahead and gives me the date and gives me everything, I'll, I'll come on here, man. And I'll, I'll be the first to let you guys know. You know, and, and I got my loyal fans, man, that are that are waiting. So so I can't wait. You know, I'm going to go there. I'm going to ask this. How does that conversation take place? Hey, Rick, I want to fight this fight. Or, hey, have you heard anything? Or you text him. Good. I, I know he don't like being text. Good morning. He doesn't like that. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. You know, um, uh, you know, I just basically, you know, uh, at the end of the day, you know, uh, a lot of fighters, you know, uh, they, uh, you know, they forget that the, the manager works for you, right? You know, and so. So, you know, I just text Rick, hey, Rick, let's, let's try to get this done. He'll like, okay. You know, he, whatever I tell him, he tries to get it done, you know. And if he can't, he's going to try hard, you know. So, yeah. So, so well, that's the way he is. Yeah. Any surprises this fight? When I say surprises, anybody surprised as far as in your corner or, or sparring partners or anything that you're going to release, unleash, and just expose to the world? What, what can we expect? Man, uh, the same fighter, you know, um, it, just expect the fighter that, you know, that, that you know, like like the last fight, you know, if, 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 you know, with, with great speed, you know, great power. Um, you know, I've been working on a lot of things um, and, you know, and, 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 you know, I can't wait to get back in the gym, man. I'm real, 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 you know, bummed out right now. You know, I'm real, you know, bummed out that, that you know, I can't be in the gym right now these last two days. Well, three days, I take Sundays off, right? So it's three days, right? So, but I'm um, going to get back in soon, man. You know, get back in soon and get back to work. and. Uh, and I'm feeling great right now, man, other than the sickness. But before I was getting sick, you know, before I got sick, I was feeling really good. So uh, hopefully I can't wait to get back in there and, and get something soon. I think you're going to get the news that, that you've been looking for very soon. I think you're at least going to get a fight date before um, – in about two weeks or so, you're going to know something. I mean, something has to give. I mean, when you're, when you're putting in the work and, and you're doing everything that's asked of you to do, um, only good things happen and only good things are going to follow. No, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get a fight day soon, you know. Um, uh, so, so I'm just, you know, being patient, you know. Um, you know, like they said right now, you know, it's about being patient, right? Yeah. Uh, so, so that's what I'm doing. Uh, and hopefully, I get something soon, man. You know, I'm, I'm hungry. I'm starving. Who would you like to test the water with? <laughs> uh, you know, to some be honest, out there. Uh, anybody, man. Anybody that has a belt, you know. Um, and right now, Josh Taylor has a belt, so it's Josh Taylor, you know. But. But you know that probably won't happen. You know how, how uh, would you how would you fight Josh Taylor? What would you what would you do to to make the adjustments? Um, you know, I you know I think you know 
for the Ramirez fight, I thought he, I think he was just very, he was patiently waiting for Ramirez just to lunge in there. You know, I think he was waiting for Ramirez to make a mistake. Um, Cause I think Ramirez threw a lot of punches, man, you know, and, and, and that was good, you know, but I think my speed and, and, you know, if I want to box, you know, I'm, I'm a good boxer as well. You know, you know, I'm a very good boxer. So, so I, I would switch it up on him, you know, box him, brawl him, box him, brawl him, you know, and, and, and stuff like that. And I think I, I could beat him. But let me ask you a question. The first time he hits you after the break, what happens? First time he hits me after the break? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I'm, after, when we break, I'm fucking throwing it. <laughs> Every fucking break we get, I'm throwing shit. It ain't going to happen again. Hey, that's the answer I was, I was looking for, man. I'm excited about you uh, moving up. I'm excited about the company that you're with. I'm excited about the, the, the new uh, manager that you got only because you haven't had a fight underneath him yet. And I, I'm excited about this COVID lifting with, with top rank, being able to let everybody in, inside. It can happen at a better time right now. And yeah, you got to like a little cold that's going to go away in about two or three days. And then you're going to be right back in the mix, man. And um, I, I remember there was something about you when I saw you, it, you, I mean, you just had all this energy and, uh, he, you know, Lee Samuel said, Hey, Hey, go talk to him. He said, we like him. We're high on him. And that's yeah, coming man. from a hall of famer. When you hear that, how does that make you feel, man? Man, it feels, it feels good, man. You know, uh, you know, I, I started from the bottom, literally, man, you know, when the only Moss fights, when top rank was having only Moss fights, you know, it's not a lot of fighters that are still fighting with top rank that were on those shows, you know? So I'm very humbled, man. And, and, you know, and Lee Samuel's always taking care of us, man. Time we fight, you know, I had, I didn't really see him the last two fights, you know, but, but or the last since this COVID thing happened, but you know, hopefully you see him again, man, sooner. You know, uh, cool dude. Yeah, you know what? I got a text from him uh, about maybe about forty five minutes ago, and it said, uh, uh, "No, no." Before we went on the air, about maybe about an hour, fifteen minutes ago, over an hour, he said, "Hey, send me a link." He was because your 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 show relaxes me. <laughs> as long as he didn't say it puts me to sleep, then you know he says it relaxes him. So I was quite honored. I was honored. I was flattered. And uh, I sent him the Regis Pro Gray interview, and then I also sent him uh, uh, Gabriel Flores and his father were on the show a while back. So I sent him those. So hopefully he enjoys them. But but when I got that text from him, it made me feel, you know, I was flattered. Yeah, that's cool, man. Lee, Lee's a real cool dude, man. He's a real good guy. So he's always taking care of us too, man. So, so shout out to Lee, man. Shout out to Lee. Besides your father, who's a big impact in, in your career and your life, Who's that, who's that link in, in, in your family that just, you know, you don't even got to say his or her name that just pushes you, that just motivates you or, or makes air, all the bad things go away. Cause every man has one, a, a, a person like that in their life. Uh, it's my mom, man. You know, my, my mom, she bread she's, and butter. Yeah. She, uh, she's I'm a mama's boy. You know, see, she's, she's more than, she's, she's like my best, she's my best friend, you know, and she knows it, you know? And then like, you know, every time like, I'm getting close to fights, you know, she relaxes me because, you know, we mess around a lot, you know, so we talk a lot of stuff to each other. So, so <laughs> funny, man. It's a, it's a funny relationship. Man. I love her. When you have your free time and you have a few dollars in your pocket after all the bills are paid and you took care of your kids and, and, and whoever's around you and you go shopping for you, what, what is it? What store do you walk into? I mean, the sports section, clothes, <laughs> cologne, watches, cars. What is it that you like to, to, spend a little on you man I, to be honest i i do my shopping online on the fanatics uh website, oh, okay. man. I, lo I love buying oh, my the dodger sports gear. Stuff. yeah i love buying, buying my dodger gear and my laker gear and my raiders gear there, you know so so i like doing that man you know i like spending that on myself but 
you know, I just, I, I, a while back, I got a 72 Dodge Charger. So I'm going to, you oh, know, nice. after my fight, yeah, I'm going to start looking into fixing that up in my backyard as well. So, so it's going to be, it's going to be, be busy. So what do you want to do in your backyard? Do you want to put a pool or you want to put a patio or just like, a, you know, some trees? Well, there, there's a, yeah, there's horse stalls in my backyard, but oh, you know, nice. I'm not, yeah, I'm knocking those down and I'm building a barn. Uh, and then I'm going to have, you know, so I'm going to build a barn and I'm, I have, have a few goats come in and I'm going to have a horse. So, so it's going to be pretty fun. <laughs> you know what? I'm only going to bring this up because you brought it up right now. That was one of the questions, but, but I left that alone. So I'm going to go ahead and do it right now before we close. If you had a horse, what would you name your horse and why? Oh man, I don't know yet, man. I haven't thought about that one, to be honest. I'll probably, I'll probably end up letting one of my kids name it, you know? I probably let them come up on a name for it, you know, because at the end of the day, it's everything's for them. So, so I have, we'll have them come up with it. Very well said. I usually try to push to get an answer, but right. Hey, that was a perfect <laughs> answer right there. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, how do we follow you, man? How do we support you? How do, how do we, you know, you got Instagram, you got Twitter, you got Facebook. Let us know. Yeah. Yeah. I got on my Instagram is Arnold underscore Barboza underscore junior. Uh, my Twitter is junior Barboza Arnold. And then same as my, my Facebook, I believe, is Arnold Barboza Jr. So what are you endorsing? What are you pushing? Um, you know, I, you know, I want to uh, give a shout out to Snack, man, Everlast. Uh, you know, they're, they're, you know, my main sponsors, man. They, they come through all the time. So, so shout out to Snack and to Everlast, man. Hey, any other big sponsor that's out there and uh, you want the uh, your, your your logo or, or you want your your company on the future world champion, man, make sure you contact his uh, manager, Rick Morrigan, or just contact Arnold Barboza Jr., man. And, hey, you know numbers. You can make it happen. You know how to count. Yeah, sir. Also, also going to give a shout out to my boy, uh, Royalty Drip, man. He, uh, you know, he's, he's really getting into the jewelry game and, you know, he's he, he uh, gave me a pendant and, you know, for a sponsor. So, man, shout out to him. He's coming up. Follow him. And, uh, Shout out, man. Like, like, this, like this man said, you know, if you want a sponsor, I call Rick up and just get something done. Well, hey, you got to give a shout out to your barber, too. Who lines you up, my man? Oh, man, my, that's my dude. My dude, uh, Kingsman Barber, man. He's Kingsman Barber, man. Louis, man. He's, he's, he's my dude. I haven't yeah. got a haircut yet, man, but but I'm going to go soon this week. <laughs> All right, but you want to get lined up, you go see your dude. Yes, I do, man. Yes, yes, I do. Hey, man, it's always a pleasure when you're on here. It's like every time you're on here, I'm thinking, man, I can't wait to break bread with this dude because you seem like a laid back, easygoing dude, just like the, the dude that I met uh, the very first time in, in, in L.A. Actually, I think it was I, I want to see the Lomachenko fight. I'm, I'm oh, okay. yeah, sure. yeah. 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 But yeah, man, uh, we got to hang out, man. Once this whole COVID thing, uh, um, you know, lifts. When I say hang out, I mean getting you in studio in Fresno, because I believe that there is going to be some more boxing coming back to Fresno. And I'm kind of feeling you're going to be on some of these cards here. Yeah, man. Hopefully, you know, me and my pops would love to be on the show, man. Once everything lifts, uh, I appreciate you, man, for your time and I appreciate everybody for, for, for tuning in, man. Thank you. Hey, man, you heard it from the man himself, man. Make sure you follow him on his Twitter, his Instagram, his Facebook. And uh, hey, if you want to drop some change his way and you're a big sponsor, man, make sure you contact his people, his management team or, you know, look up Arnold himself. And those of you, I want to thank all the subscribers, man, on, on our YouTube channel, The Fighter's Voice. That's www.youtube.com slash The Fighter's Voice. Every fighter has a voice and so do you. It's a wrap with Arnold Barboza, the future junior welterweight champion of the world it's a wrap thumbs up for richie all right see you man appreciate it don't, don't, don't miss out
Now you can listen to the Fighter's Voice podcast radio show on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio. New show, new topics, new look, bringing you the latest news. Every fighter has a voice, and so do you. For the hottest and latest in sports and entertainment, exclusive interviews with the biggest names in the sport of boxing and MMA. I'm Robert Garcia. I'm Jose Ramirez. Hey guys, this is Mikey Garcia, and I'm here with the Fighter's Voice.